The strategies and concepts discussed are for educational purposes only and do not represent specific investment tax or estate planning advice. Investing carries an inherent element of risk and it is possible to lose principal and interest when investing in securities. No strategy can guarantee a profit or prevent against a loss. The views expressed represent the personal opinions of the presenter or the featured guests, not necessarily those of USA Financial or its affiliated subsidiaries. Any opinions or forecasting statements are subject to change at any time and without notice. John Cindia is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities, member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. LifeStages Advisory is not affiliated with USA Financial Securities. Welcome to episode 37 of WTF, Wealth Taxes and Finances. I'm your host, John Cindia, certified public accountant, personal financial specialist. I have uh, Remington and Dean behind the cameras today. And uh, they'll probably be joining me for another episode here uh, after this one. But what I wanted to do today was talk a little bit about dollar cost averaging. You've probably heard of it, but maybe you don't know exactly what it is and what it does. Um, Dollar cost averaging is a way to systematically invest in the market, whether you're looking at stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, whatever. And if you would look at your 401k plan or your 403b plan, that's pretty much what is happening when you uh, invest in those plans, okay? You're doing something either weekly, bi-weekly, semi-monthly, monthly, whatever your pay period is. And it's doing it systematically with, say, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever you're doing uh, on a... Um, payroll basis that you're doing. And what this does, it takes you, uh, it takes that volatility, you're sort of playing the volatility, okay? And it's trying to even out the money that you're investing. So say you do $100 uh, twice a month. And if the market's up and uh, say uh, the market's up and you have $100, you get maybe 10 shares of something, uh, of a mutual fund. Then if the market goes down and the value of that is uh, maybe $5, now you're able to get 20 shares of that. And what happens is uh, if you start looking at it, when the market's high, you're going to be buying less of that. When the market's low, you're going to be buying more of that. So with this volatility, you're actually playing that. So when the market's up, you're going to actually be buying less of a share of a mutual fund, a stock, or whatever. When the market's down, you're going to be buying more of that. So the idea is, as the market's going up and down, once the market is finally up, you're going to take that volatility out. Uh, we've got some people that end up saying, well, I'm going to start and I'm going to buy five shares of stock every month or whatever. And what happens is now all of a sudden, if you buy that stock, it started out at $10. You wanted to buy five shares. You had $50. Well, if it goes up to a hundred, now all of a sudden you got to put more money in. And we're talking about something that is a stable amount of money. So if you have a stable amount of money that's being invested, 
and the variable is the cost of what you're investing in, you don't want to always buy it high. You want to buy it on the low side if the market's volatile. If the market was a straight, um, you know, going straight up, you just, you know, probably have the situation that you'd want to buy more of it and buy it um, constantly, I guess, if you looked at it from that standpoint. The dollar cost averaging, though, um, is a form of investing versus uh, timing. I have some clients that say, well, should I be getting out of the market because of the volatility? Should I be getting into it? I want to wait till after the election. Should I get it into it before the election? Uh, what about these stock splits that happened on a few stocks here a few months back? Um, we're looking at investing. So if you're investing for the long term, we want to do something that's systematic, that's automatic, and that gets you into the market rather than putting money aside, putting in a savings account and saying, well, um, I'll wait till the market pulls back. Well, we've had a lot of people waiting for that pullback and it hasn't happened um, you know, over the last several years. Now, we had a pullback, uh, a significant one in March, but it bounced back so quickly that uh, if you were out of that market and you tried timing that, uh, anybody that tried doing that probably got out at the bottom, got scared, and they missed everything on the way up. And um, if you go back to some of the other episodes that we had, I think it was only about three days. If you were out those three days, you lost about 20% uh, of the uh, rebound. So you don't want to try and time the market. Uh, it's a loser's game from that standpoint. I want everybody out there to have a safety net so you have cash in a savings account or whatever. And then when you do this investing, we don't want you to put money in and then in six months say, oh, you know, I need a set of tires or anything and pull that out. That's what the safety net's for. So when you do the investing, we're doing that for a long-term perspective. And whether it's in mutual funds or stocks, bonds, whatever, you can get fractional shares now uh, with a lot of the uh, discount brokers. So you don't need to buy um, 10 or 15 or 100 shares, a round lot, what they call is 100 shares of stock, you could actually buy one-tenth of a share. When you're having a two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000 per share, uh, chances are you're not going to be able to put in $3,000 a month on something. But if you did $100, you'd have like one-thirtieth of a $3,000 share. So you can do that if you want to. Uh, ETFs are fractional, similar to uh, mutual funds. So when you're buying $100, they will do that calculation for you. You don't have to deal with that. And um, like I say, you don't want to do the timing aspect of it. And if you did, if you wanted an IRA uh, for 2020 and 2021, it looks like the IRA is not going to go up uh, any as far as the limits. You'll still have about $6,000 if you're under 50 that you can put into that. So that's about $500 a month um, to at least start something. And the sooner you start that, um, you know, the better off you are with the compounding factor so that once you do become of retirement age, uh, whether that be 60, 65, 70 or whatever. Um, and I know uh, with uh, Remington and Dean being millennials, the last thing they're looking at or conceiving of is retirement in 45 years. Right. Right, guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, take it from me, if you're going to do this stuff, start early um, because 
it's amazing what uh, uh, time does and what that compounding factor does uh, to your money once you get to see that. After about four or five, six months, you start to see what you actually have saved up. And then it becomes fun, interesting, and then you start to look for um, other areas that you can save within your budget that we talked about before um, for unnecessary items and put that also into your savings and investing plan. So um, those are different things to look at. But uh, dollar cost averaging, like I say, is just a, a good systematic way uh, to start uh, investing, even if you haven't done any before. But it would be a, a good uh, habit to get into and to start. And uh, as always, if you have any questions, we invite those to come um, come from you and the audience and everything. Uh, we went over 1,100 listeners here just recently. We've had several thousand downloads. Uh, we want to encourage uh, some feedback. And we'd also like to hear uh, some other topics from everybody out there. So till next time, thanks a lot and uh, stay safe, stay healthy.